Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One, two, three, four. The Cardinals and Brewers wrap up their three-game series this afternoon at American Family Field in Milwaukee. And this afternoon's game is a YouTube game. Just go to youtube.com slash MLB. It starts at 1240, a noon pregame on YouTube with Mark DeRosa and Adnan Verk. Scott Braun will have the call, and Scott joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Scott, welcome to 101 ESPN in St. Louis. How are you doing today? Randy and Michelle, pleasure to be here. Good morning. Doing great. And I feel very fortunate for the pitching matchup that we have today. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. It doesn't get much better, does it? No, it really doesn't. I mean, these are two of the top pitchers, obviously, in the division, but even in all of baseball. And Corbin Burns back for the first time in a couple of weeks. Always curious where this is a guy who did not have a rehab outing between when he last pitched and now. So you always like to see if there's some rust. Yesterday he goes, no. They asked him, and he just said, do you anticipate rust? He just said, none. And then, of course, we've seen what Jack Flaherty can do. So I'm psyched. These are two of the young, hot pitchers in the league. Scott, you're calling the game on YouTube, and Randy and I were just talking in the break before you joined us, and I'm curious, do you prep any differently for a YouTube game? Is there anything unique about the way that you get ready to call a game that's going to be featured on YouTube? That's a great question. I I do prep like I would for a game that I would do on MLB Network, and then there are a few other bells and whistles, but most of them just have to do with knowing what we're getting for this particular game, and what I mean by that is, who are the players that are going to be mic'd up? And so I can give you, before anyone else knows, that it is going to be today, Harrison Bader and Colton Wong. So Cardinals fans will love that. We have had such money sound from some of the players so far this year. I think opening up more than ever, having fun with it, acknowledging that they're on YouTube and that some of their teammates will know that they have mics and say hi to us. So it's really cool. Um, Obviously, we're not interfering with what they're doing during the game. We're not talking to them live during that part, except for a player that's not going to be playing in the game. So I can give you two more of those as well. So, uh, yeah, I I guess prep-wise, also, I'm preparing to speak to a couple players, which we'll do each game. Today, that will be Brandon Woodruff and Adam Wainwright. So just for a half inning, have a little chat while we're watching the game get their insight on what's going on and what's going on in their world as well. So there's, there's a few of those bells and whistles that are involved with YouTube. Um, also, there are some creators that are in a live chat, and so we just kind of answer their questions throughout the game um, organically throughout the broadcast when things come up, and then they'll ask some questions to some of the players as well. So, so yeah, a little extra prep, um, but fun prep, because I love all access that we're getting for these games um, from the players like we've never seen before. 
Those are four great players that you're going to have mic'd up, especially we have Adam Wainwright on the show every week. He's going to give you a lot of good content, I can promise you. But has that been um, interesting determining which players are going to be mic'd up? Because I I assume some players probably like it because they realize the exposure that they're going to get and it shows a different side of their personality. But I wonder if some players don't want to do it and you have to convince them why it's a good idea. Yeah, luckily we have incredible producers that they can talk me into anything. So I'm sure that's what they do with some of the players too and say, hey, this is going to be good for you. And of course, we're we're going to air all the good stuff that you're saying and all the funny stuff too. So yes, I mean, I've come across, I've been at MLB Network for, for a decade now and you come across players that can't stop talking and have the most, um, you know, interesting stories and, and they're hilarious. And then you've got players that are, um, a little more shy. You also have a lot of players that evolve over time and and kind of find themselves in their personality. So so yeah, you get the mix. Luckily for us, we've had we've had stars for the most part. I mean, Nelson Cruz was mic'd up recently. Shane Bieber, who's obviously one of the best pitchers in the sport, and and you get of course you're getting Michelle the baseball conversation sometimes where they're talking about you know a home run or oh I thought I was safe there whatever. But then you're also getting Shane Bieber, for example on an off day who's watching the game and he's talking to another player about charcuterie and, and the player that he's next to, I don't remember who it was, was saying it's like charcuterie. Char- and he's like, dude, no, there's, there's no extra accent on that. What are you doing? So just those kind of combos that, that I'm just dying to hear about that are going on in the dugout. So that's, that's what's special to me. I think we've been able to find enough players that are, are I think more than willing to be mic'd up and have fun with us. Scott Brom will have the call for the Cardinals and the Brewers this afternoon on YouTube. It's a YouTube game, youtube.com slash MLB. Scott, what are you thinking of the Cardinals now? You've obviously paid attention to them as you approach this game with Bader back in center field and the way things are happening. What's your read on the 2021 Cardinals? Randy, I think they're the top team in the National League Central at the moment. I I think we're watching the two top teams. For me, I mean, you're early on in the season, so standings, you're not going to have anybody, you know, running away with it just yet but I do think it's clear cut in my mind one and two in the NL Central and I do believe that St. Louis and Milwaukee I give the edge to St. Louis for more star power and I think ultimately more offense and homers I know you know last year and and in the past few years there hasn't been as much pop in the bats from the Cardinals but of course we're witnessing that this year and it makes sense with the addition of Nolan Arenado you expect you know at least another 30 home runs added to the roster and then even just more protection for the rest of the lineup so and I just think even players that are continuing to develop Dylan Carlson in year two even though I think if he's technically might still be a rookie in terms of his status and then Tommy Edmond so overall when I'm looking at this team and and what I think Jack Flaherty is capable of as well last year kind of a, a weird season and also most of it as I was looking through things for him for today's game has to do with a career high nine runs in one of his outings last year aside from that his ERA was still in the three range so so with all that being said, I, I do think, Randy, the Cardinals are the top team in the National League uh, Central, I should say. Um, but there, there's been some hiccups in the NL West. I mean, coming into this yeah. season, we go, okay, Padres, Dodgers, they're going to dominate. They've both, both had their issues. And then in the NL East, you thought, oh, wow, there's, there's four contenders. But really, you're still waiting for any of them to emerge. I think St. Louis, I really do. I think they're as strong as any team in the National League. And if you told me in October that they're in the World Series, I would not be surprised. If you told me that, of course, before the Nolan Arenado acquisition, I would have been a bit more surprised. But now I'm not. So I think it's a top four, I would say, team in the National League and top in their division at the moment. I'm impressed. I think all around 
they're as balanced as any team in the National League right now. And as great as the Brewers pitching is, and especially the back end of their bullpen, and you've got Woodruff who pitched last night, and as you mentioned, Burns today, I wonder if if Yelich doesn't get back to being Yelich, I wonder where the offense comes from. Yeah, that was my primary concern because when you match up the Brewers with the Cardinals, starting rotation-wise, I'll give it to Milwaukee right now with Burns and Woodruff at the top in the emergence of Freddie Peralta. I would call the bullpen pretty close. Um, and, and also the reason why I love both of these teams, Randy, is I'm a big defense guy. It shows up so much more in the playoffs, and, and both of these teams, I think, are standout in terms of their defense. But but offense is the separator for me. That's where I give St. Louis the edge at the moment with, with a, a healthier team, a more balanced team. And you're right. I mean, the Brewers revolve around Christian Yelich. All of their big bucks are spent on their outfield. And, you know, there's been some injuries there, too, with Lorenzo Cain. Jackie Bradley, kind of a streaky hitter. Um, and then when you look at their infield, yeah, there's still, I mean, there's, there's decent offensive players, but I think players still, as, as you know, with someone like Colton Wong, more known for their defensive game. So I agree. I mean, I, I think that's a huge, a huge issue for them. That's one that they would want to address during the trade deadline. And it is possible. I mean, it's, it's actually, I think, usually harder to pay up for a pitcher at the trade deadline just because every team's going for one. There's many teams that don't have a spot for a starting, say, outfielder or infielder that I think Milwaukee could pick up. But I think they're also hoping that Christian comes back and, and feels 100%. You just have to wait it out. Because I think Milwaukee, even if they have to tread water for another few weeks without him, they'll, I think they'll be fine and they can hold off. But ultimately, you need Yelich for the second half of the season. Scott, I wanted to ask you about uh, a big-time headline that we've been talking about over the past week here in St. Louis, and that's of Albert Pujols. He's looking for that next home. He's wondering what the next step is going to be in his career. Do you think this is the end for him? And if not, where do you think would be a good landing spot for him? You know, Michelle, I was looking through teams when it happened, what was it, about a week ago from today, and I couldn't really come up with one, to be honest. So I, I think there are teams that might give it a shot or might you know, suffer an injury or so. Um, but I couldn't come up with a team. You know, I, I think it probably should be an American League team where he can mix in as a designated hitter for the most part in my mind. It's, it's, to me, it's difficult to find a spot just based on, on the numbers that, uh, that Albert's put together in the last few seasons. And I, I'm going off of, you know, OPS Plus, which as a hundreds league average, you know, he's been below that mark for, for quite a bit. Um, you know, the defense is it's, it's serviceable, but it's not going to be your everyday first baseman. The two teams that were brought up right away, right, were teams like the White Sox to reunite with Tony La Russa. That seems to just from reports, and I don't know if they said something too, but kind of not be uh, a factor for him. Um, you know, St. Louis is obviously not going to be a spot for him with Goldschmidt and ODH. So, I, Michelle, I really can't come up with a team. When, I, when I've gone through all of them, um, there's nothing that comes to mind. I, I heard someone throw out Seattle, but they have a young guy in Evan White who's probably the best defensive first baseman in the league, and he's one of their kind of emerging young players. And, um, yeah, maybe a DH there a bit, but for, they, they have young players coming up that I think would outproduce him. It's, it's just real talk. Albert's a legend. He was one of the top players we've ever seen from 2001 to 2011. Um, but just at the moment, it's, it's hard to find a spot, and, and it's not going to be, in my mind, a sentimental situation. That's not how this works. We saw this. I mean, Ichiro wishes he could still play, and he was incredible, and he was one of the best players I watched during my lifetime as well in a different way for, you know, leadoff hitters and contact. But, but ultimately, you know, um, I, eventually you, you get to a certain age or a certain skill level where the league outproduces you. And Jared Walsh over with the Angels is an excellent player, and, 
he's moving back to first base for the Angels. So long answer, but I, I don't know, Michelle. Have you guys come up with anything? No, there really isn't a, a logical spot for him. Actually, we, we had your colleague at MLB Network, Greg Amsinger, on this morning. He suggested Milwaukee with the fact that they're, they've got Daniel Vogelbach playing first base. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, <sighs> I mean, that's one of the better teams I've heard out there to, to kind of throw into the mix. But, but still, no, I, don't, I just don't see it. it. It's a good idea based off the shuffling that they've been doing at the first base position. Shaw's moved over there a little bit. Um, but still, same thing. I think they're just waiting on a little bit of help. Um, for their roster, and I, I think that they'll be fine in that category as well. So I don't know. I, I don't see it. It's tough. Hey, before we let you go, Michelle mentioned that we have Wayno on our show every week, and our afternoon show has Matt Holiday every week. It'll be fun working with Matt doing a Cardinal game. I can't believe I didn't mention that. I'm so excited to work with Matt Holiday. I think I've worked with him one other time, and I've interviewed him many times in the past. Nice down to earth you never know that he's you know one of the biggest names and superstar athletes really to come out of the state of Oklahoma they absolutely love him there he coaches at Oklahoma State I spoke to him the other day I mean he knows he's pretty fresh out of the game as, as you both know so he knows everybody on the Cardinals he knows plenty of Brewers players so and we have our pitcher Dan Plesek who's always bringing the fun and the excitement and then we've got our our hitter position player Matt Holiday. Is there anything that Randy or Michelle that I should mention or bring up hey, to, to either Matt or Adam today? Scott, if there is one guy that's responsible for Nolan Arenado being a Cardinal, mm-hmm. it's Matt Holiday. Uh, Arenado visited him in Oklahoma, spent a lot of time with him. Matt has continually uh, espoused the the virtues of St. Louis as a baseball town, and. Every, pretty much every observer here in St. Louis says if if there's one guy that's responsible for Arenado being here and giving up his no trade to come to St. Louis, it's Matt Holiday. It makes a lot of sense based on what Matt did with the Rockies and then moving over to mm-hmm. St. Louis. And actually, Matt's time with the Rockies, his big emergence for playing time was when Larry Walker went over to St. Louis and opened up a spot right. for him full time right. in the outfield. So it's it's cool how it comes full circle. I'm I just wrote that down in my notes promise i'll bring it up all right we'll be tuned in thanks so much for the time have a great broadcast today they're always fun on youtube and we will talk to you soon scott take care thanks for having me randy and michelle have a great one you too that's scott braun mlb network he'll have the youtube game today one o'clock pregame with adnan Verk and mark Derosa. Uh, that's a noon pregame st louis time and then twelve forty is first pitch Jack Flaherty pitching for the Cardinals, and he'll be opposed by Corbin Burns, who was great in Major League and now is still pitching really well for the Brewers. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well.
And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.